0: Hello and welcome to the Align Badass, a podcast that helps women unapologetically get what they want in marriage, motherhood, health, and life. You can do hard things and you don't have to do them alone. I'm your host, Jen, transformation coach for badass women and your guide up badass mountain. Uh, Happy 2022. I don't know. Have I done a podcast? Yes, I have. I've done two. (laughs) I was like, have I done any podcasts in this year? I have. I've done two. So that shows you how much I pay attention sometimes. But um, I wanted to come in and say hi and happy new year. And if you are not feeling the new year vibe, you are perfectly in sync. So we started off the new year with a new moon energy, which, as you know, is... Um, uh, with your menstrual phase. And so that's more of like an inward reflection phase. And technically, according to human design, the new year doesn't start until the 22nd. Um, and personally, for my personal astrology, I'm an Aries rising. And so if you're an Aries rising, this applies to you as well. And for many of us too, is that the astrological weather is telling us that this is not the time for go, go, go. It's more the time for wait and reflect. And I love that. I think that When we think about living seasonally, um, January 1st and this whole like new year, new you, we're supposed to have all these goals and dreams and visions. Like it just, it really isn't in alignment. Um, If you're feeling it, great, ride it. But if you're pushing it, stop. You don't need to push it because we really are in sync if you are waiting whether it's the human design new year or whether, you know, really for me in in my human design, the transits that I'm having as well as astrology, it's kind of saying like May is almost the time where it's like, this is go time. And right now it's time to, I mean, we're in Capricorn season. And so Capricorn season really is about structure and about examining structures. And we also have Mercury retrograde starting on the 14th on this Friday, and we are in Jupiter retrograde. And so Jupiter really is the planet of expansion and Mercury, as you know, is the planet of communication. So retrogrades aren't anything to be feared. They're actually a really big permission slip. It's kind of like your menstrual phase. It's a really big permission slip to, if you use them right to slow down, to comb back over, they're going backwards, quote. They don't, they're not actually going backwards, but it appears they're going backwards in the sky. And so, whatever energy those planets bring, whenever they're in retrograde, it gives you a chance to be like, a, to be to do a re, a review, a redo, a look over things to check the nuts and bolts, to tighten things up before they go forward again, so that you know that when you're moving forward in these areas that you really are things are tight. You're like, you can like go instead of being like, oh God, did I double check that? Did I tighten that? Did I like, oh, did I do the maintenance I needed to do on that? So I kind of think of retrogrades as as um, an area of maintenance, depending on where they are in your chart, what planets are in retrograde. And so right now with um uh, excuse me, did I say Jupiter? I meant Venus. Venus is in retrograde. And, and Mercury going into retrograde, um, it really is a chance to examine communication, to examine structures of communication, to examine, um, for me, some of this is in my 11th house, which is of community. A lot of it's in my 12th house, which is career. And so it feels good to give myself permission to kind of go back over things and just quiet down and get inside my own head and start trusting the timing and trusting that like the right thought, the right people and the right time equal the right results. And I often have what I think is the right thought, but maybe not sharing it with the right people or at the right time. So this has been, I've been working with a couple of um, human design coaches and they've really helped me unearth. Like, yes, I have a lot of, of amazing ideas that need to be shared, but I'm often pushing them out into the world when people aren't quite ready or pushing them out in a way that's not the best way. And that's really like resonated where I'm like, yeah, I do get frustrated because I'm like, oh, my God, this is so good. Why is no one paying attention? And I'm like, oh, wait, not the right time, not the right people. So um, so, yeah, so if you're feeling this kind of like slow down and recoup and reexamine, like, please listen to it because you are in sync. This episode is about boundaries. Um, It's fun to uh, right now, I have eight one on one clients and I have seven women inside of Becoming Badass, my group coaching program. And it's fun to hear and to listen to, I'm um, especially attuned to like trends that happen in different ways with different clients. And this this one boundaries is like the one coming up right now is setting boundaries, um, boundaries being trampled on. Um, and so I wanted to do, a it's, it's like, I don't know, boundaries are, are really, I, I did a post this earlier this week that said boundaries are, all boundaries are expectations communicated clearly. And so, that's really the basis of it. And when we set a boundary, what I've, what I've seen happen with a few of my clients is that they set this boundary in their mind, whether it's like, I'm not going to take that shit from him anymore, or I'm not going to do that thing at work, or I'm not going to pick up after them and take the trash out every day. That's, and they set these boundaries in their mind. And it feels really empowering to finally like draw a line on something that was dragging them down, whatever your boundary is, right? So maybe it's like, I'm not going to pick up their clothes anymore. I'm not going to um, be the one to respond to the email first. And you make this boundary in your mind, but what happens and where the break is that you don't communicate that. So then the people in your life who you have acted a certain way around, who you've essentially trained that like, oh, she'll take out the trash. Oh, she'll be the first respond to the email. Oh, she'll, you know, whatever it is, she'll give me advice on this all the time. You, you, when you don't inform the people that you're changing the boundary with, then they will continue to act as if that boundary doesn't exist. And so then you get frustrated. And this is what I'm seeing happening is clients have like, they feel so empowered. They set this boundary. They're like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to stop taking out the trash every day for them. I'm going to stop refilling the toilet paper. And like the people in their life are like, oh, like they kind of just don't even know what's going on. So they get frustrated or they're like, what's going on? Like, why is the trash overflowing? Because you have resentfully done this thing. And then all of a sudden you get a hair in your ass and you set a boundary, but you don't communicate it. And so then you have to like double down on it by by this like invisible sparring match that the people in your life who you've reset the boundary with don't even know exists, right? So while I, I want you to feel empowered to set boundaries and to drop bullshit and to re-examine relationships and patterns you've had with people, you have to inform the people. <laughs> like, and, and here's the deal. Like there, it's like kind of this fine line. So I don't ever want you to like have, feel like you have to like get on your knees and apologize and like for things that aren't really yours, right? Because we get so caught up and they're like, well, they should have known. This should have never been my role. Like I should have never had to pick up people's socks every day. Like maybe, but that's not really the point. We're going to kind of ignore that. Who should, should it, should you have to say these things? Should you have to restate your boundary and just realize that you have to state your boundary because if you don't, they essentially are operating in the same way because you haven't said anything different. So if you have a boundary that you feel really empowered, you're like, you know what, I'm not going to be the first person to respond to that. Or I'm not going to be the person that picks that up. Or I'm not going to be the person who, you know, this person comes to advice and dumps their shit anymore. I'm setting a boundary. You have to communicate that clearly. And that can be uncomfortable. That's probably the reason why most people don't don't, uh, stick with their boundaries is because it feels uncomfortable to restate it to that person. So let me give you a tool and some advice and some like words that potentially you can choose to use that might make it easier. So Let's say that you, you know, let's use the example of socks outside the hamper. You're not going to do it anymore. You're not going to be the person that picks up the socks outside the hamper. You want people to be responsible for their own, right? you set this boundary, you're tired of it, and you now are not going to be the person that picks up the socks outside of the hamper. And again, I know you're smart, so you can pick your own boundary and just play with me here, right? So you think this boundary, and then the next thing that would be best in your best interest is to say, hey, honey, hey, kids. Hey, people you live with, whoever it is who's violating this new boundary that you're setting. I know in the past that I have been responsible and I've taken the responsibility of putting the socks in the hamper. I'm no longer going to do that because it frustrates me because they're not my socks. And I need for you to take responsibility in putting your socks in the hamper. Can you do that? And getting agreement, getting restating the boundary. I'm no longer going to do this. And if there's action to be taken, and can you do this action? It's really important because then they can go, oh, okay, cool, yeah. Oh my gosh, I didn't even know I was doing it, or no, I totally knew that I was doing it and taking advantage of you, but now I'm I am aware that you are no longer going to take responsibility for that. And so you had that conversation, and then your work is to restate that boundary, is to not restate it, but to hold that boundary, is to not pick up the socks. I had this, so I have um, a client that I work with who I have consistently reminded her of her calls and I've consistently reminded her of like, hey, do we need to reschedule? And and in my head, I was like, you know what, this is a lot of energy and effort. And I feel like I'm like doing her a disservice by doing this. Like I want to teach her responsibility and accountability. And by me, you know, badgering her and poking her about her calls, like that's not really fair to either one of us. Like it's it's for me it's frustrating, but it's also like, wow, I've taken this responsibility on and I don't really have a right to be resentful because I haven't expressed this boundary. So, I expressed the boundary and I said, Hey, you know, I'm gonna, and you know, after this call, I'm no longer gonna be reminding you because you get email reminders and you have, you should have it on your calendar. And so, if you need to reschedule your calls or reminders for your call sheet, like, I'm not gonna be responsible for that. And so, I clearly communicated that to her. And now, my role, because it, it's gonna be fucking itchy, I know it. Next time that call comes up, I'm gonna be like, Oh, I should remind her. Oh, she hasn't turned it in yet. Oh, does she know we have a call? Like, all this stuff is going to happen. And for you, in your boundary, it might be like, oh, the socks just had the hamper. Are they going to pick them up? Oh, I see that. Oh. Like, and you're just going to want to do it because quote unquote, it's going to be easier. That's, the, that's what happens is that's where resentment festers is you set a boundary and then you state it and then you don't hold to it, which causes resentment. You don't, you have to retrain your people, y'all. Like, they gotta kind of fall on their knees a little bit sometimes. We're like, maybe your maybe your boundary, the consequence of that boundary. For the laundry example, is that their socks don't get washed if they're outside the hamper. You're not putting them in the wash. So these are some things to ponder. The first thing is, what boundaries are you setting? What boundaries do you want to set? And have you just set them in your head? And are you really just punishing yourself by not clearly stating your boundary and your new expectation with the people who it impacts? And then are you also doing them a disservice by just going back on your boundary? They're not learning the lesson. And not that you have to teach a lesson, right? It doesn't need to come from a lesson point of view, but it's helpful if you, when you say to boundary that you really mean it, that you bullshit proof, that you actually are like, no, I'm not going to remind you about your calls. No, I'm not going to remind you to turn in your things. No, I'm not going to be the first to respond. No, I'm not going to do the laundry outside of the hamper. Like, are you really, truly going to hold that boundary? It reminds me of, like, parents that I hear that are like, well, Santa Claus, he's not going to come if you don't do this. We're going to we're gonna throw away all your toys. Like, are you fucking really? Like, that's an expectation. That's a boundary that you're setting. Are you fucking really going to throw away all the toys? Maybe you are. And, like, oh, more power to you, sis. But, like, don't be stating boundaries that don't have teeth to them, right? That you aren't really, that you really, you want to make sure you really give a shit about that boundary. Like, do you really give a shit about the hamper and the socks being, if you really don't and you just need to do it with a better attitude, choose that. But if you really do give a shit, you got to be prepared to hold that boundary and to let people skin their knees and to let people, and this is the next thing, people who have been taking advantage of your boundaries, or who have been not taking advantage, might be strong, people who have been served by your boundaries, they will be frustrated by your new boundaries. They are, and they are allowed to be. Listen to that again. They are allowed to be frustrated by your new boundaries because they have been served by them. They have been getting something from them. So your role is to understand that when they are frustrated by your new boundaries, you don't need to take that shit on. That's theirs to own. They can be frustrated. They can be resentful. They can be angry at you. But you may need to set a new boundary and say, hey, I understand this is frustrating that you are now responsible for this and that you are now responsible for the thing that I used to be. And that's frustrating for you. That's causing resentment. I understand that. But new boundary, you're not allowed to yell at me or you're not allowed to pound the table. You're not allowed to slam the door. And that's really like I had a conversation with a client where, you know, I'm like, I anticipate, honey, that when you set this boundary, that there's going to be some backlash. They're going to get frustrated. They're going to yell. They're going to scream. They're going to pound their fists. They're going to maybe ice you out. They're going to withhold love. Like, and that is not your responsibility because you have clear because you have clearly stated the boundary. Right? It's not your responsibility their reactions. And sometimes people, when you when you hold a boundary, they might say, or what, or what? What if I do it? What if I put the socks outside the hamper? What if I violate your boundary? And that's a conversation back though. Like maybe there are consequences. Maybe the consequence to the laundry is that the laundry is not going to get done. Then your socks will pile up and you won't have clean socks. That's the, that's the repercussions, right? That's the consequence. But honest to God, you don't need a fucking repercussion because what they're asking when they're saying, hey, or what, or what else? What if I violate that boundary? What they're saying is, I'm gonna violate your boundary and I need to know if the consequences are painful enough for me, which is fucking bullshit. (laughs) Like that's shit, right? And so if you feel comfortable, you're welcome to put that back on them and go, hey, when you ask me, or what, or what is the consequence, that tells me that you're looking to see, is it worth it for you to violate my boundary? And that really hurts. I want it to be able to, I want to be able to clearly state a boundary and expectation for you to clearly understand it and for you to just respect that, there shouldn't need to be an or else or a consequence. And again, sometimes it might feel good to have that, and it's very clear. And sometimes you might not know what your or else is, and maybe personally you need to define that, but you shouldn't have to always state that, right? That's the conversation back. Sometimes that's the conversation back. That's all it is is saying, you know what, there might not be an or else, or I haven't thought about what the or else is, but I just really, truly want you to respect me and to respect that I put this boundary and stated it clearly. So I hope that this makes sense because maybe you're really proud of yourself for creating a boundary, but I ask you, have you clearly communicated it to who it impacts? And if needed, take responsibility saying, Hey, I know I have not held this boundary and I know this might be confusing or frustrating or annoying, or this might cause you more work. But in the end, I want to clearly state it so that you know it's coming. Because it's not fair to me just to restate a boundary or to create a boundary in my head or an expectation in my head and not clearly communicate it. That is, my God, where the majority of resentment between a husband and a wife comes from. Is by expectations you have that have not been clearly communicated. And again, I ask you, if you think you have clearly communicated and that boundary is being trampled all over or not respected, have you really clearly communicated it? And again, we can get into the argument of, well, I shouldn't have to. They should just know. Maybe we're not going to get in that. We're not going to go there. They don't. If they're clearly going over your boundary, they don't understand it. That it hasn't been clearly communicated or you haven't upheld it. So this is where that radical responsibility comes in. And if they don't own their shit or they get how they react is up to them. That you don't own that. If you have clearly, if you have clearly expressed and communicated your boundary and expectation and you've taken responsibility this might cause them uncomfortableness and like hey things are changing yep I get it like but I'm, I'm doing I'm being clear as Brene Brown says clear is kind and however they react is up to them Your work is to uphold that boundary in a way that feels good to you and fucking permission if you want to change that boundary. If you're like, you know, actually no big deal, I'll pick up the socks, but you're not going to do it with resentment and you're not going to do it because they made you feel uncomfortable with their reactions. That's not a reason to change your boundary or it is, but you're going to do it mindfully, right? So your work is to create boundaries mindfully, communicate them clearly and hold them firmly in a way that feels good to you. So this is good. I don't know, fuck, man. Like, I hope this feels good to me. Like, this feels good. It feels good for me to, to clearly express this to folks. I know that a lot of my clients are struggling with this right now. So I'm sure that those folks who are not my clients who are listening to this are also struggling with this. And this can be boundaries with your husband, with your children, with your work, with yourself, with whatever. And so all a boundary is, is a clearly communicated expectation are you clearly communicating your expectations? Can you make them more clear? And who do you need to express your expectations to and have them understand it? They don't got to buy into it. That's the thing. I mean, people think that like, okay, they totally have to agree to, they don't have to buy into it. You can still create a boundary that they don't buy into, but you have to clearly communicate that. And then your work is to communicate it clearly and hold it firmly and how they react is up to them. And I'm not saying that's going to be fucking easy. I'm like, well, how they react is up to them. Whatever. Like that's no, 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 no. <laughs> like it's going to be hard. I get it. There's going to be work there. But if you did step one and you created it mindfully and you really truly, you're like, this is the bullshit proof expectation and boundary. Like I feel really good about this. This really is meaningful to me. Then the work for holding it firmly, is going to be worth it. All right. That's what I got for you today. So happy January. Um, You can find me on Instagram. Let's continue the conversation. I'm going to post some stuff about this episode on Instagram and Facebook. So if you tune in and you like it, let me know. Um, I'm on Instagram, the.align.badass or Facebook, Jennifer Tiggis Johnson. You can friend me there or follow me there for lots of other goodies and tips. Um, And if you have questions, maybe you have a specific boundary that you're trying to communicate or um, a boundary that's been violated that you want to like really bullshit proof or whatever. You can submit these things um, in the podcast notes. There is in the, sh- in the show notes, there is a form there that where you can submit your answers or excuse me, your questions to the podcast. Um, and I'd be happy to answer them live on here um, or make them into a post on social media that you can benefit from. So I am so excited to be here with you all. Um, yeah, create those fucking boundaries, man. Again, your work is to create it mindfully, communicate it clearly And hold it firmly. All right, I'll see you in the next episode.